Hey, hey guys, before we start the show, I wanted to remind you guys that there are plenty of ways you can still support your girl, Double Dose of Missy, host of Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. That's right, the merch store is still open. You can get the copy of my first ebook of a series that is coming up, so stay tuned. My journal to self-love is still available. Make sure you get your copy and read up so you can get a deeper look into my life and my journey to self love also the merch store is still there with some of our favorite signature double those raw talk t-shirts hoodies you name it it is fall season upon us why don't you go get yourself a hoodie and start rocking your girl as always enjoy the show welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about it Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. All right, so I decided because I realized this is episode number 77. And if y'all been listening to me this entire time, tuning in every single week, y'all know that my favorite number in the whole wide world is the number seven. So, here we are. I wanted to make this one a little special, right? Um, you know, seven is a lucky number. Seven's definitely my favorite number. Uh, lucky number seven. Uh, it's the year my child was born, 2007. Uh, my birthday is November 18, and I always do a play with numbers. And so <laughs> the difference between 11 and 18 is seven. So <laughs> that may sound completely cheesy to some of y'all, but it doesn't to me. It makes perfect sense. So 77 y'all I said to myself two sevens it's a double dose so why not make this a quick special sassy you know very daisy like episode why not there's no other explanation to this and with perfect timing right um you know there there's perfect timing to everything in life everything happens for a reason um things just unfold things just make sense right um in the way that they happen uh and very transparently by the time you guys get this you know somewhere in this country it is still thursday september 16th so y'all just gonna have to vibe it out whether it's the east side um I should say the East Coast, not the East Side. Oh, that is so Bronx of me. (laughs) I'm sorry. Whether it's the West Coast or the East Coast, shout out to my friends over at the West Coast. I love y'all. I really do. Shout out to my bro, Rob, because he's out in the West Coast and my ass needs to go visit Rob. Yes, I do. But I wanted to make this really special because not only is it episode 77 and obviously, like I said, I gave you all my rants on how the number seven is my favorite number, but also we are entering (laughs) a very special quote unquote special month heavy on the special. It is known to the entire country and to the public as Hispanic Heritage Month. And the reason why I want to highlight and make this special is because I am going to highlight some small businesses, local businesses, robust businesses um, from people that do definitely um, represent the Hispanic culture, the Latino culture, of course. Um, And I'm not talking about, 
anything other than just the culture itself and what their culture is about and, and, and what their purpose is, right? Because the Hispanic culture is an array of countries, um, whether it's in the Caribbean, Central America, or South America, right? But um, I wanted to highlight, right, a little bit of some businesses, but also why it is significant to me on a very personal level. So by now, you guys must have noticed the title of this episode, and I cannot help but bring this up <laughs> more than anything now, right, of what this purpose is for this episode, right? So as many of you guys know, because I've said this in the past and multiple episodes when I've had some amazing Latino guests here, and I've been able to share even on a deeper note a little bit about my culture and things that I've experienced in my life. Um, and, you know, we've been able to relate a little bit, right? Uh, despite different countries, different cultures, just in the Hispanic community, right? Latino community, I should say. But the title of this episode is, huh? My last name is not French. And I meant that shit. My last name is not French. Let me give you guys a little insight as to why this is so significant, right? So for many, many years, uh, growing up, going to school, you know, not a single teacher that was not Latina or Latino had an issue saying the the name Daisy, right? But they definitely had an issue, difficulty saying my last name. Now, I'm not going to say it here because, um, you know, for very personal reasons, <laughs> your host is Ms. D, right? But I'll give you this much, right? So my last name ends with three little letters, C-H-E, Che. Some of y'all may know a little bit of history. There is this very revolutionary Latino leader in history called El Che Guevara, right? Che, right? Well, that's exactly how my last name ends with El Che. Well, not the El, just the Che, right? But growing up, when teachers would say my last name, they wouldn't say it as Che. They would end it in Chi, and it used to piss me off, right? It would take me the fuck off. It would piss me off. Um, I used to be like, no, that's not my last name. And oftentimes, I think in my entire life, I heard maybe a good eight to nine teachers tell me, oh, but your last name is French, isn't it? And I used to be like, no, my last name is not French. It's not French. Like, where would you get this from? Why would you think that? And then they would start telling me about the history of the French and, and why they believed my last name was French or maybe it was of another European country. And I mean, listen, going back, if you think about it, you know, not diving too deep into this because I'm not going to pretend like I am the guru of this, although I am very much so intrigued to bring to the table for a full disclosure conversation of the history, right? But there is, you know, you know, a little bit of a colonizing history, not a little bit at all, um, into a lot of the countries in Central America and South America, correct? Okay, cool. So I guess it would make sense why these teachers used to do that, right? But for me, as a child growing up, we're talking ever since elementary school, that made no sense to me at all, right? In my mind, my last name was Ecuadorian. Only later to find out that there were many other Colombians with my last name, right? So like, it, you would think as growing up, like, how how do adults just want to convince a child of what their last name is when that child only has the knowledge of 
the culture she is growing up in, the country she knows her parents came from to this country where she was born. And this is her last name. And this is how you say the last name, period. Right. And I used to get so frustrated. And so, you know, very, very pissed off. Right. I used to be very sensitive to it. And to a certain extent, I still am a little bit today, but more so than anything, I use it as a form of education, as a form of conversation. I have done a little bit of the background on my history itself with my last name. I have. And perhaps maybe when I do bring someone who is very well versed in all of the history, right, of just the Latino culture and and Hispanic cultures and like I said, the history of it, because there's a lot of harsh history to it. You know, it would be interesting for me to dive a little deeper and keep it all the way raw with y'all on what I have been able to discover so far. Anyway, fast forward, right? It happens again. It happened again this week. <laughs> you know, it was not intended in a negative way. It just came up, you know, your last name, like that's, that's a very different last name. And I took that opportunity to, you know, tell a little bit of the story of of, of what I've experienced growing up, right? And just saying to this person and to a group of people that we're still getting to know each other, you know, just the background on it for me, right? You know, this is, you know, my knowledge of it is this. And, and at the end of the day, whether there is history or not, you know, I always say here, my name is my brand, right? So my full name, Daisy, and my last name is a representation of who I am. I, I own up to that name and I represent that name. That is my personal brand, right? And so regardless of what the history is, who Daisy so-and-so is, is me. And when I think deeper as to who I am, right? And what does that look like? How does that look? And I put into perspective, you know, what I represent. I am... A Latina woman. And that is something that from the very beginning on the show, you guys have known. I am a Latina woman in her mid thirties, right? Um, I am very bold. I like to have very uncomfortable conversations and get all the way comfortable by myself with it, a topic of conversation or with guests. Uh, no topic is ever off limits. I like to have intriguing discussions and friendly debates, you know, I like to cover a huge scope of topic of conversation that can be relatable or can be just of opinion, you know, for myself or my guests or the people that I know. And that all is is a is a whole view. It's it's a view for you guys as to who I am as an individual, as a Latina woman growing up, born in this country. And, you know, here's a little insight on who I am, I've never gone around to say I am American. I've always said I'm Ecuadorian uh, because it's how I was raised, right? I wanted to open up the show because with this uh, topic of conversation, because I said to myself, you know what? Um, there's always an opportunity for a reintroduction. Like my good man, Hove said, allow me to reintroduce myself. Um, and y'all know I stand for Jay-Z all the way, all the time all day every day but um there's always room and opportunity for reintroduction right and so what does that look like for me as to who I am realizing who I was from the beginning of the show where I was when I made that one year where I am today well let me share this with you a little bit more today I was a little transparent not today during this week I was transparent with you guys and I shared that I had recently you know just two months into a new 
you know, journey in this career, I've been offered an opportunity. And it's a testimony to myself. It's a true representation of the hard work that I put into my career that lately, yeah, it does feel like a lot of work. Lately, it does feel like it's just so overwhelming, so tiring. You know, I'm trying to still figure out all the schedules. I'm trying to still figure out myself, figure out my energy and where this is all going for me. But I love it all. I still have passion for this. And sometimes when I feel like I'm losing my cool, thank goodness for my ability to just sit down, send the fuck out and meditate a little bit more. Not just those five minutes in the morning. Right. Um, You know, I'm making it my commitment that even when I am too tired to walk my kid halfway to school, you know what? I realize I'm sacrificing that morning walk. So then maybe I do need to make time to do that just so I can get that morning walk in so I can hear birds chirping so I could just listen to in my airpods a good mood vibe meditative playlist right like I need to still figure that out but when I look deeper into it as to who I am as a person as to how I identify you know when I go back to exactly what I share with you guys yes I'm born in this country but I've always identified as a Ecuadorian that means that I am still that very much so bold Latina woman that means that as a Latina woman I take a lot of pride of where my success is and where my career is going and the fact that in the last two years specifically out of the last almost six years right no it is six years actually uh I've been tested to the point of you know who the fuck am I really um I've had people you know in very professional settings decide very deliberately and strategically I want to say I want to say strategically to belittle me because of certain ways that I happen to be because of certain, I want to call them skill sets because of certain characteristics of mine and have chosen to belittle it and have chosen to pretty much so disrespect me and put me down. And I want to be able to tackle this down as someone who fulfills a certain level of representation in my career but also in this platform here that has become a platform, an avenue of a business for me, right? As you guys know, I am completely, completely so committed to into not just the podcasting world, but also as a writer. And I'm journaling um, everything, well, more appropriate, you know, to share with you guys, Um everything that I experience and everything that I go through. And I have decided to make it my business to be able to share more with you guys, to be able to share more with the world, to be able to share more of, you know, the deeper look into my soul, because there is so much truth to growing up Latina. There is so much truth to my life as a Latina woman, as a Latina young girl, as a Latina little girl, right? This is why I'm sharing the story about my last name. <laughs> Go figure it. It was almost triggering this week, but I didn't let it be that way. Right. Um, there's so much to being challenged on certain characteristics that I as a Latina woman embody and it's being scrutinized and frowned upon, you know, in corporate America or in places or in spaces or environments that, you know, people might feel a little threatened by it or challenged by it. Right. Um, and then a door opens and I realize 
that those same skill sets, those same characteristics, that same passion is actually being valued and being seen for something of worth and it's given its worth. And all of that comes from my Latino culture, my Ecuadorian culture, my upbringing, um, a lot of the morals that I probably behaved against and realized "Mm, I probably shouldn't have done that or maybe I could have done it different. You know, a lot of that comes from who I am and my personal brand and my name and that last name, that last name that has been so challenged my entire life to and and misjudged. I want to say misjudged to solely be French, like as if there is no history or possibility that that last name could absolutely be a Latino last name at this point. Right. Um, So much of it evolves on you know, a simple name, just a group of letters together. So much of it comes from an upbringing from a child to a woman, a full grown woman, 35 year old woman, right? Trying to make it in a career, trying to work her way very professionally and very hardworking, may I say, up a ladder. And then creating a platform for herself to be able to share that deeper look into my soul for you guys, to be able to tell my stories to you guys, you know, creating a space of journaling and sharing that journal with you guys of all my journeys, more to come, y'all, you know, able to open up not just my heart or my mind of all these memories and experiences, but also letting you guys share with me yours and being able to relate me being able to be so vulnerable with it and let you guys in some of you may be latinos some of you may not and you guys are here tuning in every single week listening to some of the craziest shit ever right and who misty is and what misty entails and what does she represent you know and this is probably why i'm so huge and tremendous on the support to the black and brown community. This is why I am very supportive to my fellow Latino community members who do represent certain career paths, certain industries, and then their own businesses and their own passions and their own dreams. And I do take a lot of pride in that. I take a lot of pride in finding a multitude of ways for sustaining unity. Um, and being able to relate to one another, being able to support each other, right? And so if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've brought on to the show so many different guests. And I definitely want to take a moment to shout out some of those guests here on the show. Um, because, oh, and of course, there goes the phone. Because, you know, I'm still running my little show, my little business, and I'm doing my thing, right? Okay, anyway, um, moving along. I want to still highlight some of these businesses, right? So as you guys know, Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast was just that, a podcast that began with the purpose of bringing topics to the table where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic is ever off limits, right? I am your Latina mid-30s woman, very bold, right? Um, always with an opinion <laughs> to talk about so many different topics, but this business here has evolved. You are listening to someone who has a passion for writing and so there is an ebook out right there is podcast merch where you can support the craft and support this creator right here for you that comes here every single week to give you guys that deeper look into her soul and to bring all sorts of topics that are never off limits to the table 
Okay, cool. Well, guess what? This happened because I met someone pretty dope, a coach, Carla Ramirez. She runs an academy, Idea to Launch Academy, and an agency now. And y'all, there is a code in the show notes for Idea to Launch 2.0. It is a self-paced course. If you guys want to launch your own podcast or you know someone that does, or if you want to rebrand your own podcast, that is the person to go to. There is an affiliate code in the show notes. Go check it out. Press that code and sign up. Her success in this industry and in the space is unmatched. Super proud of her. Most importantly, super proud of being part of this academy as an alumni. So you do not want to miss this. And yes, she does it for our black and brown community members as also a very much so Afro-Latina woman. And I'm super proud to be part of her alumni. Uh, another business I want to highlight and of course the official sponsor to Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast is Cannabis Queen of Queens. Y'all, you guys have heard her on the show also as a guest uh, and also one of my dear, dear friends. I'm super proud of her. Um, you guys don't want to not go check out her stuff and her her blend, her blend itself. I call it the stuff. It's not as a can of blend. Screw that. Screw society on this one. She is so 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 much of an advocate to health right from a can of mom perspective her can of blends also unmatched let me just say that super proud of my friend for running her business as such uh she is on Etsy with can of queen of queens you guys don't want to miss it she has actually given the double dose of raw talk listeners a special sponsor discount code only for you guys 20% off and that is ddrt20 again in the show notes there's a special link where you guys could go get your blends y'all that is my go-to blend when i need to zen out. And again, it's so much about wellness and health. And it's, you know, breaking that stigma around cannabis. So please go support. Also a very much so strong, bold, amazing woman owned business, Caribbean woman owned business. She is definitely part of the Hispanic culture as well. So please go support. Thank you for that. And I also want to highlight Oh, an additional business, actually two more. And this is definitely centering on my ladies. Um, Sunkiss Organics. I also had Jessica on the show as one of my guests. And uh, Sunkiss Organics, how can I explain this one to you? Let me make this one real brief, but so important, right? Um, skincare, skincare geared towards, again, our communities, black and brown communities, right? And of course it is for everyone, but keeping in mind that this is an Afro-Latina woman who at her 30s, realized she was dealing with eczema and she developed an entire skincare line. Let me just say this. I've also been very vulnerable, especially on that episode with her about my skincare issues and the fact that I do have mild psoriasis on my face. From the moment I discovered her skincare line, it has helped me so much just with my skincare. Just a little quick background to it. Uh, mild psoriasis or serious, right? So psoriasis, I should say chronic, uh, can really be hurt, hurtful to the body. Um, of course, skin surface, um, it could be, uh, not only hurtful, but painful as well. And I, it would be unfair for me to just say that Sunkiss Organics has helped me. It has saved me so much. It has saved the way my skin looks and the way my skin feels. Certain times of the year, it can hurt tremendously. And ever since discovering Sunkiss Organics, it has helped me and has been able to make my daily life easier with my skincare routines, not just during specific times of the year, but all year round. We're talking fall, 
winter, spring, and summer. So shout out to Sunkiss Organics. You guys want to go check that out. You don't want to miss your opportunity to get those skincare kits. I am telling you, it is truth to the product. And you guys will be seeing a video really soon of what my skincare routine is. And last but not least, I also want to highlight one of my fave companies from also a very good and dear friend of mine, Bagels and Brussels. My friend Naomi, it is the nutrition coach who runs that business. She has an amount of clients always reaching out to her, always knowing she is there for them and she is helping them through their wellness nutrition journey. I cannot tell you how proud I am of my friend, also a Latina woman owned business where she has been able to help our community, right? And being able to put that fun, but yet healthy touch to our very cultural uh, traditional, amazing Latino cuisine recipes. She has just revamped it so much and I am super duper proud of her as well. Bagels and Brussels. Go check that out if you know anybody who does need a nutrition coach or is looking for a nutrition coach or if you yourself need a nutrition coach, you want to touch base with Naomi from Bagels and Brussels. Again, super proud of her, super proud of her journey. Such a raw, raw journey. You guys want to check that out for sure. And yeah, those are some of the highlighted businesses that I wanted to bring to the table in representation of the Latino community. I cannot stress enough how important it is to continue to support one another, um, to be able to support businesses that have a sole purpose and and vision as to the communities that they want to help and they want to be able to have a passion um, in creating and executing for the community. Uh, it is beyond beyond empowering to see that happen and even more so empowering to support it. And the reason why I wanted to highlight these businesses and it just so happens to be there all Latina owned um, is because that is where I have been able to create this platform here to have a voice and to give a voice to these type of businesses, but also to this type of networking I have been able to bring to the table. And listen, I'm pretty sure I'm missing a lot of you as well. So you know what, we're just going to keep highlighting it episode to episode for the next 30 days. Um, but I do want to say that it has been such a tremendous pride and joy to have a platform where I can have all these sorts of conversation with all these guests who are just so amazing, who have so much to offer, who have made such a difference to my life, who are making differences to other people's lives with what they have to offer with with their offerings in general. And the fact is that if I've created a platform here where I'm able to bring all these very brave and bold leaders in my own community that want to give my offerings beyond just a microphone and a podcast episode, right? Which let me just say this, it is not just a podcast episode. A lot goes into this for sure. And I'm very much so proud of it, but there's still more to me. I realized that as a Latina woman, there was always more to me than just my last name being, <laughs> you know, misclassified to be French. Um, there's more to me as, you know, oh, I'm born here. So I'm automatically, a, you know, an American. I am a, a born U.S. citizen. I am American, but that's not the culture I was raised in. I was very much so raised by my parents, immigrant parents who are today U.S. citizens. And I was raised still knowing my very Ecuadorian Latino culture. I was very much so raised around plenty of people within my childhood communities, within my, you know, South Bronx building of different 
countries in the Latino community too. You know, we're talking of my Dominican people. We're talking about my Puerto Rican people. We're talking about my Mexican people, Guatemalans, Hondurians. Um, I mean, I could keep going here. Should I? Because I mean, they're from all over. We're talking Central America and South America, the Caribbean. I mean, what are we talking? Nicaragua, you know, like what I could keep going so far. Shout out to my Argentinian friends too. Shout out to my Colombian friends too. Shout out to my Cuban friends too. Like, I grew up with so much of a culture that when I think of what a Latino is and I think about the Hispanic culture and I think about what that embodies and what that entails, the pride that we should take in that and knowing that amongst ourselves, we should be very much so unified and we should be empowered and empowering each other and supporting each other, right? How beautiful it would be if we could continue to support our other cultures, along with us how beautiful would it be to continue to provide our offerings to one another expanding beyond just our latino culture right i wanted to highlight that with you guys and i wanted to get a little raw with with something that i've definitely experienced since i was very very young and it was not always a good feeling it really wasn't um it's something that today as an adult i'm able to maneuver it and i'm able to you know talk about it differently and like I said educate a little different but as I have you know experienced in the past it is still something that sometimes gets to me you know as I said I take a lot of pride in my name I take a lot of pride in my personal brand I take a lot of pride in in who I am what I am known for you know the respect that I get just with my name alone I take a lot of pride in that and to have grown up in a setting where you know, because of how long and straight my hair was, they thought I was automatically a particular, you know, from a particular culture in the Latino community. Um, and then suddenly when it came to my last name, oh, it was French, you know, and just solely French because that's all it could possibly be. God forbid we ever thought it was anything other than that. Right. Um, and how easy is it to to look at a very light skin, you know, fairly white skin um, young girl with very dark black hair um, and to think that hmm, maybe this is a white girl like, no, you know, but there was just so much that came from my childhood to where I am today and the story that it tells. Right. And all the challenges I face even till this very day because of certain characteristics of mine, you know realizing today that it was really disrespect that I experienced even as an adult um, because you know being told that you're assertive and I've said this before on this platform is the nice way of calling you you know that little spicy Latina you know and I mean we could go into an entire rabbit hole of where that goes and where it comes from you know but I I had to be able to highlight this I had to be able to highlight other Latino businesses, I had to be able to sit here and talk a little deeper as to why I have created the platform that have I have created for myself and for people who are part of my community, for people that I absolutely respect and admire, and I will continue to do so. Um, and I want to end this show just with a quick reminder to anyone out there who's listening, right? Whether you are within a specific career or whether you do have your own business that you're building or you have a platform of yourself, you know, when we are here supporting one another within our own communities or community to community, we should not have to wait. 
We should not have to wait for specific months of the year or specific days of the years to highlight this. I feel very much so entitled and empowered to do so to highlight specifically during the next 30 days because it is the Hispanic Heritage Month because this is not the only time of year as you know tuning into this platform that I do highlight my Latino community and other communities right this is part of supporting businesses correct um so I do feel like I can do so on my own platform when I choose to and clearly I have but this is a reminder for everyone out there and anyone out there that we shouldn't just have to wait for those special months quote unquote or those special days to celebrate each other to celebrate one another to support one another to support each other to be there to share our offerings between our communities and within our community just a friendly reminder that is all and on that note guys this was a real little i don't know was this a raw rant was this an overdose was this uh as raw as it gets with miss d was this even the raw mess of the week i don't know maybe this was the double or nothing who knows <laughs> but it was great for you guys to tune in and listen to this episode i decided to give it a little twist again like i said the number seven is my favorite number and double or nothing right episode 77 huh my last name is not French you bugging I take so much pride in this journey and all my journeys I come here week by week to share with y'all we get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic is ever off limits so as always guys this has been yet another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast as always I'm your host Misty and you guys will tune in next week bye Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.